What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hurt Business Podcast. My name is Ferris Shirai, and today I'm joined by my guy, Mr. Rob Font. Let's go. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I couldn't be more happy to speak to you, especially coming off a massive, massive, massive win last Saturday, 287. What's the feeling like now, a few days removed? I'm loving, man. All smiles, bro. Got the W. Got the bonus. I'm back in uh, Tampa right now, hanging out with the family, and um, it's all smiles, man. It was there's no better feeling than going going winning a fight and coming home and seeing my daughter. So like, I'm, I'm in good spirits right now. Hell yeah! Was this fight different for you, knowing that you had Emerald in your corner this time? No, I mean, I mean, yes, no, no, not really. I, I you know, I, I, it was business. You know, it was business. We had to get out, do we had to do. Um, I think as far as the, the week, it was easier. It was cooler. It was like uh, got to see her on camera for the first time. Got to see her roll over for the first time. Like little things like that. Uh, so it was a little it was a good distraction, if that makes sense. Um, so she made the week easier. But as far as like as far as the fight, I think I, I was so locked in and so like there in the moment. Like I, I wasn't thinking about anything else. But what what Agent Yanez, you know, not to be selfish or not like that. It's just like. It wasn't like, okay. I gotta do this for her, you know. It wasn't that, you know. It was, it was, it was busy. You know? Talk me through the uh, lead up to the fight, the preparation, the training camp, the weight cut. How did all those things go? Yeah, man. It, it was a, uh, it was smooth. There's a couple of uh, bumps and bruises in there, as far as like minor, like, like fight camp injuries, not injuries, but like, like little hiccups. Like I, I kind of jammed my toe up, um, sparring. I kicked uh, Doom in the elbow one time, and from there I had to keep taping my toe up and. And wearing like wrestling shoes and stuff like that, but nothing major to like even like even consider pulling out or even think about it. Um, but besides that, everything was smooth. The sparring was good. Everybody was uh with pushing me. You know, everybody brought that that pace, that pressure. Everybody stepped stepped their game up. Coaches, everybody obviously the coaches stepped their game up as far as like Tyson, Jake, Dupree, uh, even Nick. You know, everybody stepped their game up with that. So. I would say A plus the coaching, A plus the sparring, and then um, I, I believe I brought the right attitude, the bright energy, and uh, and it just put that all that together in a, in a big pot, man. You get a, a first round knockout, man. So yeah, I think I think it all went smooth, man. I think you know Kathy played her played her part to perfection, like she always does. Like the the food was great, the the, the vibe was awesome, um, and then just you know her being her, me being me. Emerald just fucking growing in front of us. It's like it was a good, it was a good combination. Mm. It's a beautiful thing to see, man. Watching, watching from the outside, looking at it, it's awesome how everything came together for you that night. Uh, so tell me about the fight from your perspective. How did you think it went for you as long as it lasted? Yeah, it was a fun three minutes, man. I, uh, I uh, obviously I got hit. I got, I obviously don't want to get hit, but I got hit a couple times. And I, and I threw one big combination that was a little sloppy at first, but once I, once I pulled it together, started landing my jab, like it was, it was, it was so clear what I had to, what I had to do, you know, like, um, you know, I definitely don't want to get hit for, for myself, but I know I don't want to put Kathy through that again and something like that, so I got to like really make sure like I'm, I'm real greedy, real disciplined with like how I, how I even start off, you know, like I was right there for him to get hit. He was, and we knew he was quick, but like I stood right there for him to hit me. So it's kind of like, you know, making sure that never happens. But also, me, me not being there also doesn't give him the confidence for him to stay there, you know? So it kind of like it helped towards the end as far as 
him being right there feeling real comfortable, thinking he can just throw whatever he wants. You know, like the moment I heard him, he just sat there and threw like four or five punches. So it was kind of like, all right, here you go. You know what I mean? Um, but we played it, I think we played it real smart from the, from the beginning of camp. You know, Jake and Tyson were like, listen, either all the way in or all the way out. Um, and if we're playing in that middle middle range, I'm either controlling his elbows or some type of tie, tie clinch or collar or some type of wrestling collar tie or whatever. And, and we did. I kind of had that kind of like left hand on his head every time he got into like a, a dicey exchange and I kind of controlled him from there. So it wasn't like there were big shots getting getting off, you know, and that's where he's dangerous and that's where he's good at. And I think we, we nullified that. We never let that happen. And, um, and I and then I found power off of that too. Like I, I hit him with the uppercut. I was like, oh wait, I got something here. So every time I, even on the well, the, the knee, I, I, I hit him with a knee, exiting the clinch, and then I hit him with the uppercut, exiting that kind of like tie clinch. And then today it was like I can stay on him. I, I hit him with a couple combinations. I grabbed him. I landed. I, I ran him right into that uh, kind of like right uppercut once you found that jab did you did you control him with the left hand and then and then catch him with the right that sat him was is was that what the left hand was doing or were you just would you just find in the range with that no i think i was just controlling him. it was more like a, a control point to kind of like if i'm going to be here i'm, I'm something my hands are on him you know um, hmm. somehow some way um I would I would like to be closer, more closer, like like almost like chest to chest, and like like hands controlling his elbows. But the the kind of long single like taller cry worked as well. So uh, you know, like at the moment, I just went with that. But if it, if it had been like like picture perfect game plan, I would have been closer to him. How did you envision this fight when you were coming into it? How did you envision it playing out? I thought it'd be definitely a lot longer. I thought it'd be a lot harder. I figured it'd be going to be. Uh, not necessarily a war, like back to back, like me hitting him, I'm hitting him. I thought I would be a little cleaner and, um, and controlling him more. We wanted, we definitely wanted to take him down, and I really wanted to try to submit this guy. But um, once I landed up with credit, like I saw, like, there's no way he was never shooting a game like this. I'm on him, like I'm putting, I'm getting, I'm getting him out of this round, and, and it just felt so good to do it, man. It was, it was smooth. Hell yeah! It was a cl- another one of your classic finishes, man. Add this to the list of of a dozen you got already on the resume. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! <laughs> yeah, that was a good night, man. It was smooth, like like I said in the, before. I need, I needed that. I needed that for me. I needed that for the team, for my family. You know, it's been a it's been a, like a, some ups and downs with the cartels, so we, we needed that win. You know, uh, and, and uh, it feels good to kind of like you know like. So Yanez, we all know he had a bunch of steam coming into this. You were in there with him in the octagon. Did you feel uh, anything out of the ordinary? Did you feel a speed or the power be more than you expected or anything like that? No, no. Like uh, I knew it would be quick. I knew it would hit hard. Uh, I felt like he felt. He, he was really small, and that's what I felt too. Like he was a smaller guy. Like he felt like, you know, disrespect. It felt like I was in there with like Mitchell Pozo, you know. Like it was just like he's just a small dude, you know. So like, I know it's gonna be fast. It's gonna be annoying. It's gonna be. It's gonna have some pop, but I don't think it's gonna be that thudding. Like, like I've, I've seen guys like him before. I've sparred a lot of boxers like him before. Like I know at speed, you're like, oh man, he's quick. But then when you get in there with them and you get your hands on them and kind of push him around like it's not that bad when you just deal with it and obviously like this would happen when you deal with it but like it's 
it's not as bad as you, it, it, it seems. And, and, and if you're there and, and you're calm and, and you can see everything coming clear, it's it's you can time it, you know. And, and we just so happened to time it with the more of like a uh, tie clips and it worked out. Mm. I had a theory that you were gonna uh, take him down and, and and test out the wrestling. Was uh was that the plan at all? Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like I, I would be lying if I if I, if I say it was. Yeah, we were gonna see where we're at. Uh, we were gonna like push him to like like try to do like the whole round, but we wanted to mix it up. We wanted to slow him down. Wanted to get on top of him. Uh, wanted to see if he could turn around and give give up his back and see what he does from there. You know, uh, and make him work, and then and then look for the knockout. Um, you know, like just wanted, yeah, just wanted to kind of wear him a little bit. Necessarily, like if, if, in a perfect world, would submitted him, yeah, that'd be great. But like realistically, it'd been wearing him first round and then look for that kind of finish in the second. Ended way sooner than that, man. You got it done in the first, man. Uh, uh, and, 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 like, and again, that's all. It sounds good until like uh, I, I shot a couple times. Like that's kind of too far, or, or what am I doing? I'm going too big, whatever. And, 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 and I just don't kind of like the way I, I, I guess I like, work. You know, like I just figure it out on the go and but the, once I quickly hit him like I there's no there's no more fuck that game plan I'm, I'm, I'm finishing this fight right now mm. and that's what we did but it was it's a great night man like, I'm still smiling right yeah. now it was a good night seeing Tyson jump on the on, on the canvas on, on, on the cage that he did it was so quick it was, it was hilarious yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and then they climbed the fence and Jake too it was it was an awesome seed man it was an awesome seed <laughs> Uh, awesome. Do you see a little bit of a young Rob Fawn and Adrian Giannis at all? It was funny. Kathy said that, man. Like, it kind of moves like you. Was like, she was saying that. She did say that. Um, I guess I don't want to admit it. Like, yeah, I feel like the old guy. But, yeah, I can see some some shades of, like, straight punches. Like, when they, the bigger the hooks and uppercuts. Like, I can see that, you know. And um, I wouldn't mind getting some work with him either. You know, like, he's sharp, man. Kids know he has talent. He, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, like, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to, like, work right now, but, like, but that'd be pretty cool. I'd get some rounds with him and pull around with him and all that. But, uh, yeah, nah, he definitely shot, man. We knew that. We, we obviously we knew that. We respected him going in, you know. You know, just wasn't his night. So what's next, Rob? What, where do we want to go from here? I've seen some call-outs on, on Saturday night, and, and is Figgy the route that you want to go? I think so, you know. Um, I definitely don't want to fight backwards again. I, uh, I know, obviously, if you, if you go down the roster and go, obviously, from the top, you got the champ fighting Henry Sudo. O'Malley's not stupid. He's not, he's not fighting anybody. He's going to wait, right? Um, then you have Rob and Corey, probably, most likely, that will get books. I'm not saying it's, it's guaranteed, but that could, that could be a potential matchup. You have Peter Young and, and, and Cheeto coming off losses. I already did it with Cheeto. I love the rematch, but I know the UFC is not too like, like eager to just throw rematches together, you know, unless it's for our title or whatever. Um, I'm about to jump there with Peter Young as well. That would be great. I think that would ideally make more sense. So if it's not Peter Young, then, you know, let's throw, let's throw a big name like like, like you know, Biggie, Figueroa, and, 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 um, and make it happen. You know, he wants, to come to, he wants to come to the division. I'm pretty sure he wants to fight the highest ranked guy he can fight. You know, everybody else is going to be booked or coming off losses, so why, why not? And I think you're one of the first Bantamweights to call his name out. 
Yeah, I mean, and they obviously you still have, as far as the roster, I mean, the, the top 10, you still have uh, Cody Garbrandt, you know, Dominic Cruz. Obviously, Dominic Cruz is another big name, but it's, it's you know, he's booked, you know, so it's kind of, it just makes sense. You know, I, I want to fight a big name. I don't want to fight backwards. Um, he definitely, he, he's not a rank, but he has that name. He's an ex-champ. He, you know, he, he'll bring a different um, build-up to the to the fight. And, um, and yeah, and, and if, if it's not, then I, I'll wait out. I'll, 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 I'll be patient. Um, and, obviously, Peter Young makes the most sense, but I can see how him and Cheeto and most likely get booked. How do you see a fight with you and Figgy play out? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think I beat him everywhere, man. I think I beat him. I think I outlast him. I think I think I'll be too long. I'll be too quick. And uh, eventually, I'll, I'll, I'll get him out of there. Uh, but um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a long night for him. They mentioned uh, they've been rumored that UFC may come to Boston sometime this summer. Does that timeline work for you, or did you want to go a little bit later? Early 2024, um, potentially. No, I think that works. I'm not too banged up. Like, obviously, I got the this right here. This should be kind of two weeks, like, guaranteed a month to be safe, you know? So, like, mm. yeah, I think that'll work. Um, yeah, I think I think that'd be, that'd be so perfect, honestly, man. Boston main event or even co-main event. Uh, let's do it, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That'd be that'd be fireworks, man. What a, what a night that'll be. Maybe get Cal on that card. If all goes well, uh, I want to talk about the cartel a little bit, man. I've been I've been keeping up with the content all week. The vlogs were phenomenal. Uh, shout out to the O'Connor films. Is that who's on it still? Um, he, no, he, he shot. He was there. Hell yeah! Um, but, it's, but my boy Nico and um Ian, they, they they've doing their thing, man. Um, he actually um, if you watched uh Connor Matthews like first like kind of hype video for uh for the combat zone. The yeah. guy that did that shot shot this stuff as well. So we kind of like looked at that. I was like, "Wow, who's that?" And then that was it. Basically, so uh, so it's so it's kind of uh, kind of cameraman said, "Let's go." Man. <laughs> they booked the flight, booked the Airbnb, and they were coming with us. You know. Yeah. To wrap it up here, man, tell me a little about the cartel and how they uh, helped in your preparation, your team, your team captain right now. So yeah, man. Obviously, you know, it starts from um, starts from the top, Tyson. And, Everybody else, man, they, they really put a lot of work in this camp. Um, we put a lot of different bodies in as well. Uh, obviously, working with Duma, uh, Angel Pacheco, we, we flew him out from Minnesota, guys like that, getting pushed every day. It, it's, it's only going to help me, you know, and, uh, and, you know, especially fighting these younger guys. Why not bring in younger guys and get get that feel, you know, kind of like really feeling and, and hear them out and know what they're going through, you know what I'm saying? Like fighting these 30 year olds. Whatever they, whatever they may be, like you know, I'm sparring with these guys. I'm with these guys. I know how they, how they think, how they tick. You know what, what gets underneath their, what, what gets underneath them. You know what they're thinking about, what they actually look up to, and who they look, and who they don't look up to, and all that. Like it all plays a part. And uh, yeah, I just, just seen all those bodies, and then half those guys are obviously managed by Tyson too. So it's kind of like it's, it's not only like just like the cartel is top game. It, 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 it all works, you know. Then. Most of those guys also end up fighting for a combat zone, so it's it's just like it's like it's, it's just works. It's all family, just showing love, taking care of each other, and, and then making it happen. You know, I love that man. It's a family. It's a family cartel over there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Well, uh, I, I hope you enjoy Miami and Florida and Tampa as long as you're out there, man. 
Uh, enjoy some time off. I can't wait to see whatever's next for you. And we'll talk soon. Dude, I'll catch you later, bro.